This is Think Smart with TMFG, your weekly podcast of what's newsworthy and relevant to everyday Canadians. With your host, Senior Financial Advisor Rob McClelland and Mike Conan of Asante Capital Management. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I are going to be talking about the weather and today's forecast. The weather is always the go-to conversation. We have nothing else to say, isn't it? It's a great place to start a conversation, isn't it? Isn't it a beautiful sunny day today? Yeah, it always starts off like that. And uh, it it was funny, you know, I was uh, I was playing a, a gig out uh, a week ago and I, I looked at the forecast and I was following the forecast. And uh, the week before it said it'd be a beautiful sunny day, right? And I checked about four or five days before and it said it was a beautiful sunny day. And it was, I was thrilled because it was going to be this great day. Until the day before on the Friday, I all of a sudden looked at the weather. It says there's a 70% chance of showers. And it poured rain. And I thought, well, I got the weather prediction was decent because it did tell me on the Friday that it was going to rain on the Saturday. But for the seven days before that, it gave me the wrong forecast. And it, it's funny how that works. And I've learned in life, uh, you should never make any predictions or any plans around long-term weather uh, predictions. You know, people say we're going up to the cottage this weekend. I don't know. It's going to be a miserable weekend. Half the times people have said that. I've had the most beautiful sunny weekends up at the cottage, and I've had four people cancel because they saw on one of the weather apps that there was going to be something something miserable coming along. So it's interesting you say that. Um, so my daughter Georgia uh, did her undergraduate degree out in British Columbia. And uh, then she started her first job there. And during, so she'd been out there for about five years. And during COVID, uh, my son Eric and his girlfriend um, moved out to Vancouver and basically continued their working career out there. And Georgia said, you know, it was really interesting, you know, for the first nine months, every time we'd make plans with Eric and his girlfriend, Eric and Mary, half the time they would cancel. And they would cancel because the weather, it was going to rain. And finally, Georgia got fed up and called him out and said, Eric, in this province, you, you do not stop doing something because of weather. You don't have a choice. Weather is unpredictable. Yeah. And regardless of what forecast you looked at that day, you got to go out and do what you got to do. Yeah. Don't not do something because it might rain. It might rain every single weekend for the next 52 weekends. Anything might happen. <laughs> so where, where do you get, it's funny, where do you get your weather from? We were talking about this. Where, when you want to find out, what do you look at for your weather? Well, you know me, I'm a, I'm a data guy. Yep. And, and so I've always had a, a good weather app on my phone. So, you know, I use the weather network. That's my first place. And I... You know, but I start, I, I do a deep dive on some stuff. I, you know, <laughs> I thought I, you would. <laughs> I, I do. I, you know, I look at, you know, um, okay, you know, how, what percent is it going to be cloudy? Um, what's the high of the day? What's the low of the day? But then I start going even a little deeper. Like I look at the hourly. We, okay, yeah, it's supposed to rain today, but when's that rain coming? So that makes a big difference. Uh, what about wind? Like I've, you know, I've had a lot of plans upset because of high wind. So, Let's let's just check to see if there's wind because it could say that it's going to be 25 today. But With the wind chill, negative 10. If there's 10. <laughs> a 50 kilometer an hour wind, I'm not sure I want to be anywhere really. So, 
It, it's funny, even between like an Apple phone and a Samsung phone, right? Apple have its weather forecast and someone else next to you has a Samsung phone and they're going to give you different weather forecasts. Sometimes they're totally opposite to each other, depending on where you're looking. The one thing I do like using, I, I go to the radar. So that's my final, but I even have two different radar apps that I use because sometimes they're a little bit different. So at least with radar, you can see if there's weather coming your way. Yeah, and, the, the, and and oh, it I can see it, and it's actually it's close to me, but it's probably going to miss me. So I make a lot of predictions based on that. The guys at the golf course are very good at that. They have all their maps up. They pull up the computer. They can show you where the cloud. They can tell you within ten minutes when you're going to get the rainstorm. They have better technology than I do on my phone. I know that for sure. Yep. And, you know, before we used to have the old school used to be just listen to your radio. Remember when you used to open the newspaper, it was on the back page with your horoscopes and you never knew what was more accurate, your horoscope or your weather. You'd read them both at the same time. Is weather predictable in the short term? Weather is a weird thing. So everyone's always heard this thing called the butterfly effect. And the butterfly effect is used, it's, it's used many times to describe uh, chaos. And the idea behind it is it's very tough to make long-term weather forecasts. And the reason why is minor changes a long way away can affect weather patterns uh, many days into the future. And the butterfly effect means that a butterfly flapping in its wings right now in British Columbia can create enough of an updraft to affect how the weather is gonna be in Ontario two weeks from now as it comes over. So that's a butterfly effect. So no matter how much you can predict, you can't figure out how much every bug is flapping their wings and every bird that's flying and every everyone who started their car that day. There's too many inputs to ever come up with an accurate uh, prediction of the weather more than let's say seven to 10 days in advance. So that's what that is. So weather can be, as we we're talking about, weather can be very predictable on the short term. It can say, is it gonna rain tomorrow? Or when you're about to golf, do you think you, if the guy at the golf course tells you you're going to get rain in an hour, you're most likely going to get rain in an hour, right? But the idea of the farmer's almanac is a bit of a hoax that uh, it's going to tell you how, you know, four months from now, if it's going to rain, if it's going to be a warm August or it's going to rain in August, that's really, there's no scientific evidence behind anything like that. So if we look, you know, I love putting percentages around things. So if we said, you know, today's forecast is X, there's probably a 90% chance that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And maybe there's a 10% chance that there's going to be some pop-up showers or something yep. that might throw that, you know, that 90% down from 100%. Go long-term on weather. Yeah, we know winter's coming, but whether we know it's going to be a powerful winter or a, a mild winter, that's really difficult to predict. That Lots of people love trying to predict it, and geez, they're generally reasonably accurate. Yep. Um, what it's going to be like over the next five years, who knows? Yeah, it, it's very difficult and very difficult. And as I said, that percentage, even when you go out to five days, you know, they're probably 90% correct in one day. And they're probably, when you go out five days, they're probably only 50% correct. Like right now we have wildfires throughout Ontario. We didn't know that a year ago, right? And that's affecting the weather. There's less sun. There's, it's going to affect, everything's going to be affected. Even over to Europe, uh, wildfires in Quebec have affected European weather. So these are things we don't know about. So in our business, predictions are important. Forecasts are important. Just today in a, a client meeting, I had a client question why I'm using 3% inflation. 
And I said, well, we've been, I've been using 3% inflation for the last 25 years. And he said, well, why? And, and I said, well, I'm a believer in evidence. And, and if I look back over the last 100 years, inflation's been 2.94%. That's close to 3% inflation. And that takes into account even this current year. So, so the interesting thing is the markets and the economy is exactly the opposite of the weather. Very difficult to predict short term. What's going to happen in the next tomorrow is physically impossible to, to describe. Like, do you have any idea what the S&P 500 is going to do tomorrow? Good luck, right? It's a, it's a coin toss. And when you start to go out further on, it still takes a while before you can get one year. It's still a very rough prediction. But when you start to move out to longer term on the market, when you start to get a five-year and 10-year, you can make more accurate assumptions, I'll say, rather than predictions, because I don't like to use the term predictions, but you can put in some more accurate, accurate assumptions as to what to expect. And uh, it's better in the long term than it is in the short term. So it's a very different aspect than what you're trying to deal with when you're trying to guess what the weather is going to be. So the markets are closed for the day right now. Mike, what do you think the U.S. stock market, if measured by the S&P 500, how's it going to do tomorrow? What's the forecast? I'm going to just go with up because I have 50, what is it, 55% chance of being right? No, so I think it's 67% chance of being right. Yeah, so I'll go with up. Okay. How much up? I'll go uh, 50 points. Okay, so 50 points. Okay. Now, is that the average of the ups? That's that... a, I think that's what I'm trying to figure out about what the average of the ups is. And, but... and what about the Canadian dollar? Will that be up or down? Um, yeah, I'm going to guess, uh, I'm going to guess down. Okay. So here's what's interesting. Right away, you get into a, a short-term prediction, yeah. which is near impossible to make. You're, you're not actually making a prediction. You're, you're making a guess. Yep. Um, what do we think inflation is going to be over the next 12 months? Is it a forecast or a guess? Yeah. It's a guess. It's always a guess. Yeah. It's always a guess. What's inflation over the next 20 years? That becomes a forecast. That becomes a forecast based on long-term evidence. Yeah. And so when at the McClellan Financial Group, when we do our financial plans and we look at, you know, what's the forecast for stocks over the next 20 years? What's the forecast for bond returns, for inflation, for real estate? We don't make guesses. We basically take long-term trends and those become our forecast. And you can use that even within weather. I can assume that December is going to be colder than today based on evidence, yep. based on historical evidence. I assume right now we're in the middle of July. I assume the average temperature in the middle of December is going to be lower than it is today. And there could some freak nature where it gets cold today. You have a really warm day in December where it could actually be off. You could have one of those uh, freak times that come. But for 99% of the time, you're going to be right in making that assumption. Well, I think, you know, when I w went for my walk this morning, it was 14 degrees Celsius at about uh, 7.15 a.m. Yep. And therefore, you know, that's pretty cold for, yep. for July. There's probably going to be a day in December where it might even be 18 degrees at 7.30 in the morning. Yep. But if you looked at the whole month of December, it's not going to be 18 degrees. Yep. So if you're a bedding, if you're a bedding person, you're better off going with the long-term assumptions. Let's go back to, we talked about where we get our predictions for the weather. Where do you get your predictions for the markets? Well, there's so much. I mean, you, 
I have satellite radio, so I listen to, you know, uh, BNN, you know, I'd, I'll turn off Kramer when he comes on, but I listen to CNBC and all, and they're interesting to hear, um, but they don't really mean much. Uh, there's a lot of great podcasts around that can give you ideas where things are going. But again, the ones that make predictions that are uh, predictions on what's going to happen in the short term, I generally won't listen to very long because I realize they're, they're, they have a different purpose. They're not trying to educate people. They're trying to go sell something. We talked about, you know, when inflation first came into the marketplace, it was considered transitory, which meant it was going to go down very quickly. It was just a short term blip. And, you know, inflation is, is going down, but it's taking its sweet time to go down. The expectation was that there wouldn't be any more interest rate increases. The government of Canada just raised interest rates again today in the month of July even though the trend for inflation is down. Yeah. It used to be interesting because back in the past, if you were interested in finance and economics, you to get information, you would have to search for information. You'd have to buy the financial post or read the financial papers. You'd have to have an uh, interest in it. If you weren't interested, you wouldn't really know anything about it. In today's society, you're forced information whether you care about it or not. So whether you like economics, whether you, you're still going to be forced reading about everything that's going on, about the interest rate hikes and how everything's going wrong, how things are going to fall apart, whether you care about it or don't care about it, whether you understand it or don't understand it, that information is going to be forced down your throat and some people can process it and other people can't. And that's some of the problems we run into. So we're going to go back to the beginning. You know, as you said, we start many conversations, which it's a beautiful day. Um, and that does make sense because... The weather is very predictable in the short term. A lot of our meetings start off, you know, how's the market doing today? Yep. Well, that's not really very predictable. No. <laughs> and it, and in fact, we've proven that it's not predictable at all in the short term. So it's kind of a waste of time talking about that stuff. Long term, I can talk all day about long term forecasts. I'm good with that. Short term, I have no idea what's going to happen to any of the markets over the next 12 hours, 12 days, 12 months, 12 years, I got a pretty good idea. So in the short term, the weather may be more an effective conversation than the markets. <laughs> that brings us to the end of another week. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. been listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.